Welcome to episode 63 of the Lake Life Career Change podcast featuring me, Phil Swallow. How are you doing today? Hope you're doing well. We've had some changes, positive changes in the UK this week because we've been allowed to do a bit more stuff. How exciting I hear you say. But well, it is really. I mean, they've been, this has been some serious lockdown since beginning of the year. Kind of doing our heads in a little bit now. Um, But we can now... I think one of the main ones is you can meet up under this rule of six, so no more than six people meeting outside, or you can meet with two households, and that can also include a bubble situation. So in our situation, Sue's mum is in a bubble with her sister's family, so we can meet up with that group because we're one household. One we're we're in one household. They're effectively another, and we met up today outside in the garden. Went round the back end, entrance of the house. Had some cake and coffee and tea and things. It was really, really nice. Uh, we've had some great weather as well. I mean, how, you know, what are the chances of that? The, the, the things we're allowed to do outside and in the UK coincide with a spell of good weather. So they didn't quite make the record for March, which is 25 point something degrees set in 1968. Um, but it was fair way close. It was, um, it was in the mid... No, it was in the low 20s, Wally. It was in the low 20s. And uh, I had book, golf booked. I need to nearly say book golfed. No, golf booked. So this is one of the other big things that happened. We were allowed to get out and play certain sports, golf, tennis, swimming stuff. And we had this book for a while. We knew that it was going to be hectic and busy. And apparently they were talking about the fact they're joining groups together so that if individuals turned up, they would have to play in bigger groups. Well, it was just a nightmare. Um, I mean, it, the weather probably didn't help, but it would have been busy anyway. And first of all, little bit disappointing that we saw, I saw an individual finishing his solo round when we were waiting to tee off. So clearly that wasn't right. And we saw a number of groups of two and I think another group of one. Um, but we were all surrounded by four balls and buggies and there was the sound of four and there was a the sound of balls hitting trees and it was a disaster. And then the course wasn't great condition. I mean, they're not perhaps funded in the same way as other club it's not really a golf club it's a hotel that has a golf course and we are we have kind of membership privileges on the back of that but it, it really wasn't um it wasn't great uh and so we decided because we'd taken the best part of four hours to do 14 holes and the 14th hole is near the car park so we said oh you know we're not we're not going to bother with this so we went home and i was able to then finish off something that i'd started pre-dawn that day so, uh, you know, I've, put, I've called this show Getting Out and About, and it's, uh, it's for that reason. So, um, briefly, I did some other photography last week, uh, which is not even connected with this story where I'm going, but bear with me. Uh, did some product photography for Sue, and it's something I've been meaning to do for a while. We get some nice late, or mid to late afternoon light fall in, in our bathroom. And Sue's body shop um, at home, what's she, an agent or something? representative consultant I think is the term um, means that we you know we get to do sort of product photography for that purpose sometimes and um, 
we, I, and I wanted to use the natural light with a bounce back with a basically a bit of a phone card and um, it gave some nice images. I was quite happy with them. Did a bit of focus merging, focus stacking for those of you that are that way inclined. Uh, that way you're going to get the full gamut of focus. You know, you, sometimes if you you just take one image, it's not going to give you the focus depth that you need. Um, but you have reasons for wanting to open up the aperture. Anyway, without boring you too much with that piece of photography stuff. I did a selection of images and was quite pleased. I've got some more to do so I might get my light box set up for that. But back to the point in question which was getting out and about. So on Monday, well actually prior to this I thought well I, I want to take my camcorder out, my Sony, and I want to do some outdoor stuff. Now I've got plans to do videos of local area and go back to do some in Croydon although that'll probably be on my smartphone. Um, but I wanted to just sort of test the water first. And, you know, you only learn things by doing things and then realising where you might have needed to learn a bit more about a feature or know if there's a shortcut to get to a feature. Uh, this is all about knowing your craft in your new career. And I went out on Monday. So it was quite, still quite pleasant on Monday. The weather was kind of changing to get a bit warmer. And I went to the Selsdon Wood, which is near us, uh, parked the car up and it was quite busy in the car park and went for a walk and you kind of have to go through two fields from there to get to the actual woods and I took some image images well footage come on Philip get the word right footage video footage just have my camcorder and I was able to then bring that back and load it up and have a look at it and I, I felt that handheld was okay even with stabilization but not really where I wanted it to be um and also there were a couple of settings where I wanted these shortcuts to be programmed, so I did that. And then the plan was get out yesterday morning, uh, pre-dawn, go to a different entrance to the wood, which is not far from me. It's about a mile drive down one road, and then I parked up. And I'd already set the camera and microphone and all on the tripod and sort of kind of slung it over my shoulder or under my arm or whatever, <laughs> walked off, and it, it starts with a bit of an incline when you go through this entrance near near the th second hole on the main course at Farley Golf Club, Fox Hills Farley, for those who might want to look it up on a map. And um, I went in there and of course it was dark at that, well, darkish, you know, it was pre-sunlight. I think I got there about half an hour before sunrise. And photographically or videographically at that stage, it wasn't great, but it was good for setting the scene. So I did some shots of the moon through the trees, it's quite a nice sized moon. Thank you, moon. And of course, the microphone's on the camera. It's a pretty good microphone that I got kind of as a freebie with the camera when I bought it. And it was able to capture the dawn chorus, which was the aim of the shoot. So uh, dawn chorus in Selsdon Wood. And uh, I basically walked and I found locations where I could put a reasonably static shot uh, on the tripod of, of the woodland. Um, you know, a few different sort of compositions. In some cases, pan, tilt. In other cases, in edit, I did a bit of a kind of push thing. Dolly, slight dolly push. Again, for the technicians amongst you. And I was pleased with the results. So did some playback, all kind of seemed to be doing the right thing. And one of the things I learnt from Monday was about the sound levels. And also I did some stuff in the garden prior to that, actually. Monday went out, headphones in, got the recording level, sound level on my camcorder right with the, uh, my new earphones that I'm using right now. And that meant I had confidence that I would have a good soundtrack. So 
whilst pretty much all of my videos have a soundtrack that I use my from Epidemic Sounds where I've got a subscription um, the birds of Selston Wood provided the soundtrack for my video and they did a fantastic job Dawn Chorus is really something to behold a um, number of people can probably pick out the individual birds I, I know some but not, not that many um, and I suppose I was recording for I mean you know, it was good to be there to be able to tell a bit more of a story through the moonlight until the sun rose. Um, and then I got some of the images of the sun hitting the tree. I will put a link to this video in the podcast show notes so that you can have a look because I put it onto YouTube last night, 4K. And um, But actually, if I was just looking to capture the impact of light on things like plants, trees and shrubs and flora fauna form logs rocks whatever um wouldn't have needed to get up so early you know wouldn't have needed to be there pre-dawn uh, could have probably got there maybe half an hour even slightly after that so i mean obviously it changes every day there's no two days where the uh, sunrise time's the same it goes in by about two minutes i think a day at the moment um but probably could have got there for 7.15 at a push 7.30 and then the sun would have risen enough to actually have some kind of viewer and photographic or videographic impact on the eye. Um, and I have got another shoot, which is a little bit secret, but it kind of is woodland related. I'm planning for about three weeks time or thereabouts. And um, this would help with that shoot. It's in a slightly different location, although I might do a bit of a blend between the two. I will see. Um, but I will be planning it and this helped no end. So I decided to release the video and what I did was start with a bit of a soundtrack, um, obviously that I captured, but overlaid some slides just to say what the intro to the video was, then played the video. Um, put it on YouTube last night, just shared it via Facebook. Um, that's all I've done so far on social media. I need to do Twitter actually. Maybe I'll do that this very afternoon. And um, had some good initial responses, which is nice. And then this morning, funnily enough, just before sunrise, I shared it on a site that I recently joined called the Friends of Selsden Wood. And they loved it. So they've had some really great reactions, uh, lots of loves and likes, um, nice comments. A lot of people get some enjoyment from it. And uh, it's great for me. So and it's, it's done some good things for the YouTube numbers, which were about 80 odd when I last looked. Um, and that's obviously in about half a day, roughly a bit more. Um, so I'm very pleased with that so far. I'm also delighted with my um, Croydon video numbers, which are now in the approaching 8,000, uh, which went up in November. Thank you all. And my subscriber numbers have just had a little steady up, regular uptake in the last few weeks. Well, no, the last few days, actually. Um, so I'm. it doesn't seem that long ago when I just you know chipped over into the hundred and one three five when i last looked today so and, and i think you know this is about how you build a presence you build it slowly and i think people tend to stick around a bit longer they perhaps feel a bit more invested um but you know just going back to that the very subject of the dawn chorus um you know the dawn chorus lasts a long time and i in my research i went onto youtube did some searches and there are many dawn chorus videos on there that are like four hours um with maybe still images or just a camera in one location. I didn't sit through all four hours on a lot of them to listen. But I didn't want to do that. My videos are about being short and getting something out of them in a quick time. Um, 
and workflow. Well, I, I just don't think I would have been able to do this a year ago. I'd just not learnt enough. I'd not practised enough. But, you know, so the footage was shot. I got home, I loaded it up. I had a, actually had a bit of a technical issue, but long story short, I fixed the technical issue. I've still got some extra work to do. But I knew what I had then. Um, actually started to do a bit of an assemble then, and then I thought, actually, I'm so tired, and I've got to play golf later. So <laughs> I went to bed for about an hour or so. Um, and then because of golf, not us not not being prepared to stay the whole five plus hours it would have been, coming home meant I could just do a little bit more edit. I kind of revisited a couple of things, got to where I wanted it to be, um, may have mentioned this before footnote but nothing these things are almost in your head never complete there's always things you could do different but because I'd kind of picked it up and put it down a few times I felt yeah it's kind of where I want it to be now so um, I was happy to actually publish Um, and and even then I learned something uh, about how you kind of um, practice to publish this Technically, there's there's kind of upload. You upload it to YouTube, and then it, it processes the video in standard, and then it processes it in high definition. And I found that it was just it seemed to me just to be hanging there for a couple of hours while it was trying to do the HD and 4K versions. So I'd read on actually it was on the YouTube guidance, so maybe sometime you should read the rule book, guys. Um, but what I did was to market as unlisted so that means you actually save the video rather than wait until it's there until you publish it you save it unlisted means no one can see it um and actually within it must have been inside half an hour um went to check on it and it all the lights were bold so sd hd 4k rule bold so then i could put it public so i will most certainly do that again and if you're listening and if you do stuff on youtube unlisted first so hanging around for 4k content because really i mean the video was about eight or nine gig um because it was you know the files are fairly chunky in size but and it's in a mp4 format or mov format in this case um you know it shouldn't take that long really this day and age all the servers that google have got access to but uh i was pleased with the output and the final output and the final what do you call it version i suppose master and I hope you like it if you spend one minute and 54 seconds of your life having a look at it I'd be most grateful maybe a like and a little comment who who knows whatever you would like to do but it's um I say link will be in the show notes attached to all my podcasts um other than that what I've been doing is to prep um, some of my next shots uh looking at where I can get footage that I don't have to pay for um Typically, this is like Creative Commons Commons license stuff. There's actually a Wikimedia Commons, but there are other sources, archive-type sources. And this would be good to tell a backstory of a bit of a then then and now. I've probably mentioned this before. So that's one of these things. If I've got a spare half an hour, I'll just literally go online, do a bit of searching, um, maybe take a download, uh, but also look at the attribution that you need to take, which is where you have to give a credit. So... I think, you know, in, in my videos in the future, those credits would just be part of the notes. At least I can say I've done that. I don't know if anyone ever checks on these. I mean, for example, um, th- there was a fairly recent one done of a of Selzen near me. Uh, and I think someone had just uploaded it, almost just donated it to Wikipedia. And I suppose you get a bit of <laughs> bit of vanity that your image is on the Wikipedia page. Excuse me for that, for that when people search for it. But, you know... Uh, 
some people like to sell these things for stock, which is also fine. Um, there's all different options, but you know, the fact that they've done that means they're happy for it to be used. Just give them a bit of credit. So that's what I will do going, <coughs> excuse me, going forward. So yeah, this, this weather's great, isn't it? So apart from the fact that, you know, it was big relaxation and it was good yesterday, it was just pretty much full sun all day long. It was a marvellous day yesterday. It really felt summery. Um, today it's been pretty cloudy all day. And just before I, um, I donned the headphones and set the mic up to record this podcast, we had a shower of rain. Uh, and they did say it's going to reach 25 this afternoon. <clears throat> I'm I'm not seeing it in this particular ne- neck of the woods, but uh, who knows? It may happen. English weather is has always got a surprise up its sleeve. So, thank you very much for listening to this catch up. On I, I spoke a bit quicker than I did last week, um, but you know, different content, different things happening, and I think you know we are looking forward now. We've got. Easter weekend coming up but again it's going to be a bit like last year where it's not like you can have big family get togethers or anything uh, and please follow the rules guys I know you you do I'm sure my podcast listeners are very good at that sort of thing you know but if we comply with each of these stages then we get to the next stage it's as simple as that if we abuse the these stages then we don't they put it back or they do something we don't want that you know we want to be out and about again enjoying our freedoms you know at the end of the day we're animals and animals have to mix socially to thrive and survive and we were talking about this today actually in our little garden get together you know you wouldn't be able to do that in nature I mean God help us if there was a Covid type thing through the animal community but you know you wouldn't you you can't just separate them in their natural environment that's just how they are that's how they survive and I say survive and thrive all like that Um, but yeah let's just do our bit and uh, we'll all be through this as soon as we possibly can but thank you very much for listening let me lend me your ears for the duration of this podcast this was episode 63 getting out and about and this is the late life career change podcast with phil swallow enjoy your week <laughs>